Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Ordinary to Badass, episode number 100. Can you believe it? We are at episode 100 and I am so stinking excited. It just amazes me that we're 100 episodes through already. And thank you so much to all of you badasses who have been here since the beginning. And actually, even if you just started listening last week, I am super excited and just grateful to have this podcast and to have you here be a part of our badassery and on this journey together. So thank you in this episode. It's going to be a little bit different today. We are going to talk about a book that is amazing and I loved it and I wondered why I hadn't read it sooner. You'll understand that more as we get into the episode, Um, but we'll be talking about a book called The Tools by Barry Michaels and Phil Stutz, and it's Transform Your Problems into Courage, Confidence, and Creativity. And I thought this book was simply amazing and so helpful for confidence and courage. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I'm so glad you're here. Today, we are going to talk about the book, The Tools by Barry Michaels and Phil Stutz. Um, It's called The Tools, Transform Your Problems into Courage, Confidence, and Creativity. Now, I wouldn't be going into such great detail about this book if it didn't mean so much to me. It's just powerful and it gives you tips and tricks or tactical information that you can use. Um, to do things that maybe you're fearful of doing. The thing that I really loved about this book is how it hits on courage and confidence and how you can use it and apply it in your daily life. Confidence is so hard and it's like a muscle. You routinely have to keep flexing it in order to keep it up. Otherwise, it's kind of a you use it or lose it type of a thing, you know? So this book was recommended to me and I had downloaded it on Audible and I maybe listened to it for five minutes and then just couldn't listen to it and turned it off. And it sat on my phone on Audible for a year or two at least. And then I decided to give it another go. And this book just provided tactical tools Um, that you can use to tap into your confidence and courage. So I thought, this is something the OTV audience should hear because it's definitely stuff that you can apply in your daily life. So in this episode, I'm going to share some tools that they suggest um, and, and how they suggest that you use them. So yeah, I can't wait to hear your feedback on this because it's so amazing. But actually, I want to give you a quick disclaimer here. If 
hearing these different tools sounds a little bit woo-woo or a little bit odd to you and you're like, eh, that's not going to work. I would just say try it. Before you assume something doesn't work, just give it a shot. What do you have to lose? Sometimes we're so dismissive because something sounds too easy to actually be true. And so then we don't put it into practice. But honestly, all you need sometimes is just a like flip of the mind or just a little flip a switch. And it's some little trick that can completely transform the way you think about things and the way you do things. So that's my hope for you today is that you just keep an open mind when hearing about these different tools Um, I believe I'm going to share four of them with you, but keep an open mind today. And I want to hear your feedback at the end of this. All right, let's get to it. Okay, the first tool that is mentioned in in the book is called the reversal of desire. This is used when you avoid a task or an emotion. For example, I like to avoid rejection, feeling lonely or loneliness, and Getting help from others, that's always hard for me. So the tool is to imagine, or the reversal of desire tool, is to imagine one pain you feel and completely forget the situation and just imagine experiencing the pain itself. So if you hate rejection, as I do, then imagine the pain that you feel from rejection. See the pain as a cloud above you, And scream at it, bring it on. Or you could scream, I love pain. And then say, pain sets me free. So it might sound funny, but give it a shot. What is it that you don't want to experience or feel that you're fearful of or you think is going to bring you pain? And then imagine feeling that pain and what it would feel like. And remember, scream, bring it on, and scream, I love pain, and remind yourself that pain sets me free. We are often all so afraid of pain that we do anything within our power to avoid it. And that prevents us from doing things that we really want to do just because we're, we're scared of a painful outcome. So imagine if you did this and just address the pain up front saying I love pain almost flips it on its head or turns it around what in your life are you fearful of or do you worry about that will be painful consider using the reversal of desire tool so an example of this like just sticking with rejection if I hate rejection and I'm afraid to put myself out there to meet new people then I'm going to sit with the pain and imagine somebody rejecting me, right? Or like putting myself out there to meet a new friend or something and they don't want to be my friend and just imagine the pain like it's a cloud above my head and then telling it to bring it on. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, The pain sets me free. So then you're already kind of priming yourself like if this goes wrong, I can handle it. I'm good. I love pain. I can do this. And it's just a, a mindset shift. So then maybe it won't make the actual rejection when it happens, it won't make it seem so bad. Or if they do reject you, then it's like, that's okay. This pain sets me free. I love pain. I can get through this. So give it a try. 
the next tool that we're going to talk about is active love. And you can use this for, typically it's for anger, a memory of the past that irritates you or bothers you, or a run-in that you're expecting to have. So using active love is a three-step process. The first part of the process is concentration on the love that surrounds you and hold it in your heart. Two is transmission. Imagine your heart is a conduit transmitting love from a higher place. And then three, penetration. Picture love going into the other person, free of the effect of others. Like you're not worrying about what the other person thinks or does or says. It's just unconditional love um, going into the other person. So maybe you were expecting to run into your ex and you're dreading it. And as a result, it is stressing you out. Consider using active love. Now, this doesn't mean that you're still in love with the person. You're just going about your life from a different place. You're using love instead of using anger. So you know that you're going to run into your ex and you're feeling anxiety and stressed out about it. And you're going to first use concentration on on the love that surrounds you and hold it in your heart. Two... Transmission, imagining your heart as a conduit transmitting love to a higher place. And then penetration is love going into another person. And so your love could go into your ex, but it's free from them. Like it does not matter what the reaction is. It doesn't matter what they say, what they do. It's This is about you. It's not about the other person. Um, so that is active love. Okay. The next tool is called Inner Authority, and I love this one. This one actually might be my favorite. I know you have an inner authority, and this tool will certainly help you use it, Um, even if you just have your voice and you want your voice to come out, then this tool is great for that. So if you have an audience of one or more, and you feel insecure about addressing them, Inner Authority is for you. So what the book suggests that you do is you imagine yourself facing them. Picture a shadow image facing you. Ignore the audience and focus on the shadow. Imagine that you and the shadow are fearless together. You guys are in it together and you're fearless together. The two of you, you and your shadow, Speak one voice and command the audience to listen. Imagine turning to the audience with you and your shadow and giving a successful presentation. So where could you use this in your life? Is there a conversation that you're afraid to have? Are you afraid to talk to your boss about an ongoing issue at work? Do you want to speak up for yourself, but you're terrified to do so? Maybe you have to talk in a meeting, but you don't want to. Then you would use your inner authority and project your shadow image, feel a bond and connection to the shadow. You guys are fearless together. And the third part of that is silently command the audience or silently command them to listen as you turn to the audience or command your shadow to listen as you turn to the audience. 
sometimes we make public speaking way harder than it needs to be. Now, I say that not from a point of judgment, because I will tell you that for most of my life, I absolutely hated public speaking and wanted no part of it. I would do anything to avoid speaking in public. Matter of fact, in college, there was a public speaking requirement, and I completely got out of it. I joined a class that was called speech, and it was actually the psychology of speech. It had nothing to do with public speaking. But leave it to me to find the loophole, because I did not want any part of speaking in public. And then later, I forced myself to join Toastmasters, because I was so terrified of it, and I knew... I had to get this out of my system. I had to face it once and for all. But at that time, I did not know about inner authority. So sometimes it's just these small little tricks that we can play with our mind to switch what we're thinking and to become more confident. So definitely consider using inner authority to address a problem or address an issue that you've been avoiding addressing. All right, the fourth tool, and I was wrong, there's actually five tools, but the fourth tool is gratitude. So with gratitude, you say what you're grateful for and slowly, or you say what you're grateful for slowly. And imagine gratitude flowing upward from the heart. And you can use this tool when you notice yourself feeling negative, if you're griping or obsessing over something, then use the gratitude tool. And then after you say those words of gratitude, remain silent. And just imagine the grateful energy flowing upward from your heart. And I don't know, I just kind of imagine it flowing upward from my heart to the sky or to heaven, um, to the universe, whatever you want to call it. And yeah. And something actually that I've been doing lately is kind of putting my hands, both my hands, like in the middle of my chest. And I just imagine like all of the gratitude inside or all of the positive energy just trying to burst out. And it's almost as if like I'm like holding it in just so I can feel it. Um, I know it sounds weird, but just give it a try. Um, And you're just holding it in. And then like when you let go, you can just kind of imagine it floating up to the universe or floating up to the sky. I don't know. I think it's powerful. A couple years ago, I would have told you, eh, that's a little woo-woo, that's a little odd. Um, Now, eh, it's what I do. (laughs) All right. The last tool is Jeopardy. Jeopardy can be used when you need willpower to use the tools. So all these other tools, the four tools that we've talked about, you use Jeopardy when you just want to give up. When you feel like you either you got down and you don't need them anymore, or... You know, you're just tired of it. So then Jeopardy is you ask yourself, what would your life look like not using these tools? What would you risk losing if you didn't use the tools? And I know sometimes what happens to me is when I'm feeling good and I'm like, oh, I got this. Like, I am killing it at life. If I feel that way, then I feel like I don't need the things that got me there. But oftentimes it's those very things that got you there that you need the most. Like you're feeling that way for a reason, probably because you used, whether it's these tools or tools that you have on your own. um, And, you know, they helped you to feel good, but that doesn't mean that you should drop them or forget about them because then you lit or you risk losing all of the progress that you have made 
up until this point. And I can't even tell you all the different things or all the different ways that this has happened in my life. You know, like if I've lost weight and then I feel like I got this, I don't need to follow a program anymore. And then I just kind of, you know, go crazy (laughs) or um, with confidence, you know, like when I'm feeling good, I'm feeling confident. And then I don't do the same things that got me to that place of confidence. And then it's easy to fall back down. And it's always so much harder the climb to get back to where you were, right? Like that's hard. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of work. But if you just keep like tools and habits as your daily practice, then it just becomes a habit and it's not, it's not hard anymore. So I think that's the, that's the struggle, right? Is keeping things that are working for you and continue to do them even when you're feeling amazing. So an example I asked myself when I was reading this book um, or listening to this book is what does my like what does my life look like if I didn't use inner authority or if I didn't have confidence? Well, I would risk not having not having O to B because a big part of my business is confidence. And I mean it's the same with running any business. You need confidence to continually show up and to put yourself out there. But I believe confidence is so helpful in all of our daily lives. We need our confidence or you need your confidence so that you can use your own unique voice. The world needs to hear what you have to say. And if you're not comfortable speaking up, then that's the point where you really want to start to grow your confidence and maybe use these tools So that you can find your voice and you can, you know, let others hear what it is that you have to say or what it is you have to share because you have a unique perspective. So when you want to quit the tools, use Jeopardy. And when you lose the will to go on or to continue doing different things in your life, uh, Jeopardy is your tool. When you just want to give up and say F it all, um, that's when Jeopardy comes in handy. I think it's important to remember and the book does a good job at reminding you of this or remind it reminded me of this is the universe wants me to evolve and advance and be the best version of myself. And problems are for my benefit. They are here for a reason. And it is so easy to get caught up in the victim mentality or life is happening to you, but actually maybe life is happening for you, not to you. I've been trying to remind myself of that daily. Like this is happening for you, not to you, happening for you, not to you. And trying to look at some of the benefits because it's so easy to just get sucked down the negativity rabbit hole. So remember, problems are for your benefit. These hardships are helping to shape you and um, make you become a better, stronger person, even if it's hard to see that right now. So let's do a quick recap here. The tools are the reversal of of desire, active love, inner authority, gratitude, and jeopardy. The reversal of desire is when you avoid a task or an emotion. Active love is when you're feeling anger, a memory that's irritating you from the past, or you have an anticipated run-in that's bringing you anxiety or stress. You can use inner authority, the third tool, when you have an audience of at least one 
and you're feeling a bit insecure about it. The fourth tool is gratitude. And you use that for negativity or when you're griping or obsessing about something in your life. And the fifth tool is jeopardy. Um, it's when you're feeling, when you feel like giving up on all the tools and you risk saying, forget it all. <laughs> and so jeopardy is the tool that you'd use for that. And this helps you stay confident and badass by using the tools. I found it super helpful and I'm sure that I'm not doing the book justice. So definitely check it out. It's called the tools. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Actually, I probably need to give it another listen. Okay, there was one quote from the book that I really loved. Success doesn't mean you are exonerated from further struggle. I don't know about you, but I always have this desire to be happy. Sometimes it's an unrealistic, sometimes it's an unrealistic desire because it's as though I think I should be happy all the time. Nobody can be happy all the time. It's the hard times or the struggle that make the good times better. If all of life was good, would it really feel that good? It would just feel like the new normal and we'd be yearning for something else at that point. So remember this quote, success doesn't mean you're exonerated from struggle. You are a badass. Embrace the struggle. Use these tools or find other little tips or tricks to help you get over your hardships and insecurities. And when all fails and you need a group of badass women to support you, then join the Ordinary to Badass Facebook group today. We would love to have you. If you love this episode as much as I did, take a screenshot and put it in your Instagram stories and tag me, and I guess <laughs> I said if you love this episode as much as I did, but I loved this book. It was really good. So if you had a takeaway from it, I would love for you to put it in your Instagram stories and tag me. Tell me which tool resonated with you the most. Or if they didn't resonate with you and you have a tip that has worked for you and could help myself and other o to beers gain confidence and overcome hardship, then share that with us too. Again, take a screenshot, tag me in your Instagram stories and let me know what tool worked for you or if you have another tool for us, definitely share it. On Wednesday evening, we will be having a chat and a Q&A about this in the Ordinary to Badass Facebook group. Feel free to send me your questions early, especially if you can't make it there for the live um, I will put an announcement in the group about the Wednesday live. It'll probably be at 6 or 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, but if you can't make it, make sure to send me the question and I can address it in the group. Or if you have a comment that you'd like to talk about or the group to talk about, then send it my way. All right. I look forward on seeing you on Wednesday night in the Ordinary to Badass Facebook group. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Own it and get after it, my friend. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast 
and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future Spotlight episode of the show. That's ordinarytobadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.